This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome, this is Making Yourself at Home radio show and podcast, where you can listen to wonderful stories from many migrants in New Zealand and learn from their experience. Hi, I'm Alina from Romania and I live in New Zealand for three years. Hello, I'm Laura from Colombia and I've been living here for almost 10 years. Welcome to the show. Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello, hello, here it's Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM, your voice, your chase. You are here with Alina from Romania and Seneo from Botswana. And I think we still hear the music. Yes. So, yeah, now the music is over and we can start our show. So, hello, hello, everyone. Here it's Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. I'm here in the studio. Uh, my name is Alina. I'm from Romania. I am with our guest, Seneo, from Botswana. And we have our Making Yourself at Home show today. And I'm so excited because I didn't see Seneo for a long, long time. I think we met few months ago and we had such a deep conversation as I remember with her and I'm really much looking forward to know how how is she what has what has she done I know that she is now located in Auckland and she does a lot of uh, modeling over there but a little bit uh, background about Seneo Seneo is uh, she's originally from Botswana she came in New Zealand 1st of January 2022 She's a former Miss Earth Botswana in 2020. She's a model and actress, a gem talent, and she's also Botswana Best Youth in Tourism nominee in 2021. And I think more than that, uh, what I really like on Seneo, she's such a beautiful, mindful soul. So I'm looking for, from, for her wisdom today. Hi, Seneo, and welcome. Hi, Alina. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for having me today. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because you are such a beautiful lady and inside and outside. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to know how, how do you manage that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So um, you came here in 2022, obviously. How was your journey and how come did you choose New Zealand or New Zealand chose you? Okay, so I'm from Botswana originally. My mom is from Botswana and yeah. my dad is from um, the UK, but he was born in New Zealand. Um, so when the opportunity came and he told me that I could relocate to New Zealand, 
um, I was like, you know what, maybe this is the best time for me to actually use an international platform where I can like talk about my message as a climate action advocate and also mm. do my modeling career. Um, so we started the process of like the documents needed for me to uh, get my permanent residency. And this was like before COVID came. And it was like very hard because when COVID came, I think it took more than two years wow. for me to get it. And it was, I mean, I, I, I also felt like it might not happen, but when it happened, I was so happy. So I arrived on the 1st of January, 2022, and I went straight into isolation yeah. at the Grand Millennium Hotel in Auckland. And I stayed in there for 10 days and it was amazing. I mean, the hospitality was really good. They fed us breakfast, lunch, and supper. And yeah, it was it was pretty nice. Wow. I mean, I imagine it's a very long journey yeah. from Botswana. So, and uh, yeah, um, it's very much interesting that you came first of January, you know, like yeah. just beginning of the year. So obviously it's a it's a very big challenge and change for you, you yeah. know, just yeah. coming on that that day mm. wow well done and um did you see like some changes it was like i imagine i don't know what temperature is in botswana now it in january it's like very cold or it's hot oh well new zealand and um botswana in the southern hemisphere so yeah. our seasons are very similar like if they are going through winter in New Zealand were also going through winter. If they're going through summer, New Zealand were also going through summer. But I could say, yeah, there are a couple of um, weather differences that I also experienced. Like the winter here is like really cold. I think because really? we're yeah. close to the Antarctica, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange for me, like the winter here is perfect. Yeah. In Romania, we have like minus 20 degrees. Yeah. Oh, it's quite cold. So for me, winter is it's excellent. I found the summer a little bit too hot. Yeah. Maybe the sun is quite burning. I don't know how is in Botswana is the same or yeah. because here is more like yeah, we're we're a semi desert country, so it's it's extremely hot. It's extremely hot, yeah. right? Yeah. You have like forty degrees or yeah. wow. Yeah, heat waves and drought mm. and yeah. We wow. don't we hardly get rain. Yeah. So yeah. So you're happy here to have a little bit rain, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So and you, you have such a nice presentation when you said about that, um, you are an advocate for climate, yeah. for climate change, or, yes. and you are also working in tourism, obviously. Yeah. How come did you choose climate change, or what did bring you to this? Okay. Area. So when I joined Miss Earth Botswana. I always had a passion for topics around geography. So I thought maybe it would be a good platform for me to start actually talking about the importance of protecting wildlife and our natural environment. And I started working a lot with um, the less privi privileged children back in Botswana, and I got them more involved in um, like gardening and you know doing a lot of 
wildlife, protection of wildlife. And I just believe that it's important for us to really involve young people who are our upcoming leaders in um, such topics. Yeah, because yeah, it if, is. Yeah, because if we don't involve them, I mean, we're just going to keep going through the same cycle of um, going through all these, what could I say? <laughs> yeah, it is, I think the climate change is such a, such a heavy, you know, topic in a way. And sometimes we keep away from this topic because it's a heavy, but it's so much in fashion now. Yeah. But in a way, I think it's so good for the young generation, you know, to know all these things. So I think it's so good that you are the ambassador of, of this, you yeah. know. Yeah. And there is a, a specific, um, like, uh, activity or something that you like to do, like... When you go and you do the climate change, what, what, what did you do it like, like in Botswana yeah, or in Botswana? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you do there? Yeah. Okay, so I have a movement called hashtag People Wildlife Environment, and yeah. it's basically about educating people on the importance of protecting protecting wildlife so yeah. we can coexist in the same environment in harmony. So with the hashtag, I raise funds with selling like branded merchandise t-shirts. Yeah. And with the, fi- with the profits made from selling those t-shirts, I would then take the children to like an elephant orphanage where they uh, take care of baby orphan elephants. Mm, so nice. Yeah, so that they can learn about um, the human wildlife conflict that is currently like a hot topic in Africa, especially in yeah. Botswana, yeah. because we have a third of the world's largest population of elephants. So it's important for them to learn, especially those that live close to like the the farms because yeah. elephants roam around like the farms and they destroy the farmers' crops. And so it's important for them to learn about how best that they can get involved as young children growing up and choosing their careers in terms of how can they get involved more in helping um, fight in that aspect. Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the projects I did back home. Wow. Yeah. And how long did you do that? Um, I did this last year yeah yeah wow before i came here i have this memory i was going to the Auckland uh, zoo and there was this big elephant yeah and the kids were really amazed by you know how big it is and everybody was looking and the elephant had like a chain on the on the leg mm-hmm. you know so my kids saw and they were asking me why why is he in the chain and it was quite you know hard to see the elephant chain and I think the initiative that you do is quite good, you know, to, because I think it's important for our yeah. earth to keep the animals, you know, like true. free, you yeah. know. Yeah, and that was the last elephant at the Auckland Zoo, and I believe it's now gone. I think they it's gone to Australia. I don't know. It was like very recent, so I was there yeah. maybe one month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. wow. I also went. That was the first place I went to when I went to Auckland from New Plymouth. And I went to see it. To the see Asian the elephant. elephant. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. And there is like other animals that are in uh, Botswana that um, I don't know that you preserve besides elephant, or they are the most preeminent there. Um, I would say I chose to advocate for. I do advocate for like all other animals, 
But I think that the African elephant is one that not a lot of people talk about, yeah, especially young people. So I thought maybe I should take it up and start talking about it. Wow, so yeah. good, huh? Yeah. Interesting. And do you have any projects here in, o in Auckland or, I don't know, in New Zealand that you started already with uh, protecting animals or...? Um, right now, I'm actually working on a children's book. Yeah. Um, it's, it is talking about elephants, but mm -hmm. the elephant could be the equivalent of maybe a, an albatross because I know that the bounty albatross is one of the animals that's also an endangered seabird here. So it's just going to be like a book that could talk about any other animal that is endangered and... Um, children need to learn about it so it's a children's book and I'm hoping to partner with um, different organizations that actually have children that are willing to actually learn about um, animals. saving animals yeah because I mean in a way we preserve animals you know and we we like animals but in another way we have the zoos yeah you know what the the animals are inside so yeah. like I always when I go to the kids to the zoo yeah. I feel so sad in a way because they're always locked yeah and my son is always asking me you know why are the animals here and he's asking me if they are dead you know <laughs> <laughs> because they are in the zoo so obviously if you can see them they are dead yeah so it's quite strange for, especially for small kids why they have to stay inside you know yeah yeah true yeah mm. oh very interesting okay so it's i think it's time now for for here a song okay. so i will choose one that we have here so we have i think ha unclear this one yep. okay and because it's my first time now on the buttons i hope you enjoy it no okay so um for everybody who is listening where were you when I was all you needed? Enjoy!
Hello, hello again. Here it's Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. I am here in the studio making myself at home with my friend Seneo from Botswana. And we are discussing so many interesting things about uh, climate change and animal conservation and elephants. Uh, the African, not the African, the Asian one. Yeah, both. Both, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, yeah because I know she yeah. mentioned one, which is very... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to know more about Seneo and her journey. And um, as I know, Seneo is from Botswana, but her father, he is from the UK. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious, how, how was for you this kind of mix? And how did you adapt to have both culture inside you? So I grew up with my mother. Um, she was a single parent. And I I didn't really grow up around my father until I met him in 2010. I was very young. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about, like, you know, problems with families and all that. I, I was just happy to see someone that I really looked like. I was like, who's this man? Nice. <laughs> and um, since then, we we started like creating a relationship of father and daughter and um we would go on like trips together in the safari actually he's the one who made me fall in love with wildlife really so that Mm. was a very important aspect for my own uh, journey as someone who advocates for wildlife conservation and after that um he came to new zealand and I didn't see him for another couple of years. And the communication also s- kind of stopped. I don't know what happened there, but I don't even want to like yeah. <laughs> ask him because he was probably going through his own problems. But when I came here to New Zealand and I got to bond with him again, I kind of realized that there was a huge difference in culture, like back home, um were brought up to be very respectful and as young children were brought up to be the ones that like wash dishes clean the house and you know do things properly wake up at 6 a.m and sweep the yard but when i came here things are different like you know my dad is the one that tells me no sit down i'll do that for you sit down i'll do mm, this for you so you know good, eh? and i was like it's a good what? change i think eh? it's <laughs> <You know? laughs> when your father does everything for you but i still felt like you know when you're used to a pattern and your culture it still feels a bit awkward and you just feel bad and yeah yeah i yeah i i, I kind of still feel bad like i I don't want that kind of treatment. Yeah, because it's different, you know, like when (laughs) you are used to, you know, um, doing yourself everything and then you come and one of the parents is doing everything for you. It's quite strange in a way. Maybe you like it, but in another way, you are not raised like that, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. So that, that could also be one of the cultures that I saw was different from like where I come from. And also like the get-togethers like you know there's so much difference like people bring in different plates of food and there's <laughs> like a variety plates, of bring a plate right <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 like there's a variety of foods and you know it's i mean it's r- it's really nice i like it though yeah 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always like this, bring a plate. And I remember when I came here and somebody said, you bring a plate, you know, yeah. and then because there were 20 guests, somebody was bringing 20 plates with food, yeah. you know, because yeah. they thought like, you know, we should bring a plate with food, not just a plate. Exactly. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah. Is it similar in Botswana or? Um, yeah, in Botswana we do like when we have get togethers, people bring different kinds of traditional plates. But I mean, like the food is so different, like. It is, right? Yeah, it's yeah. very different. Do you have this, uh, I'm always uh, making fun with the sandwiches here in New Zealand because yeah. we also in Romania, we don't have sandwiches. It's more like cooked food. Yeah. Um, is the same like you cook more the food or you have also like the sandwiches and yeah, like nibbles? Yeah, we cook most of our, like our staple food is maize meal and um, in te cow intestines. Ah, yes. Yeah. Like liver and yeah, kidney, liver right? And all those things, yeah. It's very yeah. healthy, I think. I yeah, mean, we very. also do that. And <laughs> 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 you know, my husband doesn't like the healthy, the, the liver. And yeah. <laughs> I remember it was a very funny story when he was, um, for, for Easter, we are cooking this kind of, uh, it's looking like a cake, mm -hmm. which has inside a boiled egg. Yeah. So it's with a lot of uh, liver and kidney and heart. Yeah. So you mix it together with some uh, herbs. And in the middle of that, you put some boiled eggs. Mm. So we were going for a visit and we saw this kind of, he saw this kind of cake, which was not the case at Oh, you have cake. <laughs> and everybody gave him this part, you know, and when we were home <laughs> and we were cutting, he saw the ki the egg inside and yeah. the kidney and said, oh, I, do, I hate that. You know, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite different, you yeah. know, because he is from mm. Germany and yeah, obviously Germany and Romania, we don't have the same traditions, mm. but it's interesting that you also have with the with the organs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, there a dish that you like in yeah. Botswana like um, your favorite dish yeah definitely I love cow tongue tongue yeah yeah it's so good and maize meal maize meal it's yeah. like uh, vegetables or what do you do in the maize meal um it's like putting it's like porridge yeah yeah so it's really good. You put like oats or? No, you don't put oats. You just put, you boil water and then put the maize meal and then stir it and until it mm -hmm. becomes kind of like hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can have it with soup or. It's similar know. with like polenta. Yeah. You know polenta? The yeah, yeah. Because we also have it in Romania. We eat this kind of polenta. We, we boil, 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 and then we eat with cheese or with yogurt and an egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. And uh, here in New Zealand, did you bring some of this tradition or? Oh, no, I didn't. But I know there's South African shops that kind of yeah. sell some of the ingredients from Africa. Yeah. Like the box shop. The box, yeah. Here yeah. in town, yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. Do you have also this kind of sausages, this dried sausages? The same? Yeah, yeah, like mm. the biltong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how how do you eat it? Just like that or you mix it with something? Well, I just eat it just like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know some people might may, uh eat it differently. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I really like food and especially <laughs> lunchtime because we always have this uh show around the lunchtime we are talking about food. Yeah. <laughs> and uh like in New Zealand, what is your what do you eat here? What is your favorite thing that 
mm-hmm. your favorite dish or something that reminds you of your country? Um, something that I love here would probably be lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. Mm. yeah lasagna. Did you cook lasagna in, in Botswana? Or yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But maybe here the cheese is better, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also make a lot of lasagna at the beginning. Now I, I just stopped making lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> it's too heavy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. And yeah, we were talking about your... Yeah, obviously you have two, um, two nationalities in you, two cultures. Mm-hmm. And now you are in a third one. So obviously you come from... Your mother is uh, from Botswana. Your father is from UK. And you came in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. How does it fit all these three cultures in the same place? How do you feel being three in one? I think because New Zealand is like um, a global cu- cultural country. I mean, there's so many different people from all over the world here. Um, it's just quite amazing to see how everybody's like doing their own thing in a different way and you know we come together and learn from each other from our different cultures and for me with the three like New Zealand UK and Botswana it's, it's I would say at first yeah it was overwhelming because yeah. well here it's a first world country and you know every minute or every hour we're talking business whereas back home um, people can be roaming around the streets and it's okay, you know. Here, you can, like, do anything you want. Like, you can become, uh, you can work in a restaurant as a waitress. You can do anything you want, literally. But back home, there is this, you know, stereotype that you are, you can't work as this, you have to work as this, you can't do this, you have to do that. So it's it really opened my mind as well, you know. Yeah. It really opened my mind and taught me a lot that you can literally do anything. Yeah. yeah. And I think in New Zealand like you have to start from like a, for example, you have a a d- job in your country, let's say you are a manager in your country, yeah. you come in New Zealand I have the impression you have to start from scratch if mm-hmm. you want to live here, you know, mm-hmm. so you start from like from the reception and then you you build yeah, your you build your, your way, way up, up. True. and if you're good you know doesn't matter what kind of degrees you have it's yeah. just the way you are and i think the social skills are so important here in new zealand exactly yeah 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 because i know in romania it's quite the same you know like my parents wanted me either i'm a teacher either i work for a bank yeah. because i will earn a lot of money obviously true not true. i don't know how much money they wanted me to earn but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so I it's mean quite like similar, right? Yeah, yeah, that's something that a lot of people should actually learn that it's okay to come from being um, a manager from your country and you start from the bottom in a different country and you work your way up. It's it's okay. Yeah, and it's There's okay, exactly, exactly. And yeah. like at the beginning, I also had this kind of, you know, barriers, like, um, and I started from, from scratch, you know, mm. like working... Uh, jobs who are not so good paid like Mm -hmm. I was paid in Romania Mm -hmm. but I think it's okay because in this way you are integrated in the in the Kiwi culture which is so important right exactly and then afterwards if you prove yourself and you are a good person then you can apply for other jobs Mm -hmm. Mm. true it's all about your attitude attitude right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
And besides that, you know, besides this cultural difference, is there something else that um, comes to your mind um, in New Zealand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot More to things. talk about. Like, okay, I really, really miss seeing wildlife, like, roaming around freely. Oh. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, okay, when I came here, I was, I told my dad, I really want to see, like, the animals he's like they're in the ocean <laughs> i'm like what do you mean they're in the ocean how am i gonna see them he's like well you had you have to go to the zoo or go and see um cows or something you know cows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. cows on the world <laughs> and ships yeah and but yeah i did go to kelly talton's sea life in auckland yeah. and i really had a good time because we don't have that back home yeah. in botswana so I got to see different animals. They have the penguins also, right? Yeah, they yeah, have the penguins yeah. and all sorts of like marine life there. And it was really nice. I mean, I I learned a lot about the different fish in the sea and, you know, yeah. how sea yeah. levels are rising and, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was also good for me to expand my knowledge, not only on uh, wildlife that is found in Africa, but also in um countries that have like seas around them yeah so, yeah and how is like when you say the wildlife i'm very curious <laughs> how is there the animals so like what kind of animals you see around you um, when you go on the street or how it is <laughs> <laughs> okay well it, you find most of like the wild animals in the areas where they've like preserved for national parks and game parks yeah and there they like roam around freely we're talking about like yeah, um, lions, lions or really? leopards and you know these wow. big five dangerous animals did you like <laughs> did you go around them or did you touch them or how how it is no can't touch them otherwise i'd be dead right now <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you'd have to go for, like, a game viewing uh, mm -hmm. drive. It's so like with a car, right? So yeah. I see in the movies, like, people are going with these cars, and they see from the car the lion. Yeah, who is and there has to be, like, uh, someone who's experienced with, like, animals and knows how to read how it's um, reacting mm -hmm. so that they know when to, like, step, well, move away from it and mm -hmm. make sure everybody's safe in the car if it's, yeah. yeah, because if a lion is coming after you, yeah. I imagine the lion is running faster than the car yeah. or... Yeah, exactly. it is, right? I can get into the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this car sounds scary, but yeah. I mean, I think in a way it's it's really interesting. You know, if you go through this experience, it's yeah. quite a lot of adrenaline, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've yeah. been here, I don't know if you've been to the Po Kaizu. The Fukaizu. Yeah, they have a real lion. Yeah. So we were there with my family and my kids, and we were lucky in a way because in that moment when we were there, the lion was uh, awake mm -hmm. and we could see him and he was roaring. Ooh. So in the moment that he was roaring, my, my blood, I felt that my blood was stopping, you know, like <laughs> I was freezing. <laughs> my son was there, he didn't move, yeah. you know, and I think everybody like, Wow, what was that? You know, yeah, it's quite powerful, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, how they are. Because you also start wondering, is it gonna jump over and like come to me or something? Yeah, and also the <laughs> also the lions in the Auckland Zoo. You saw yeah. them that they are walking around and yeah. they they want to jump over the water. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the lions don't like water, or why they don't? 
jump over it, you know? Mm, mm. They don't like water, right? They okay, they only like water if maybe there's um there's something in there for them to eat or they want to drink the water. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you know Klenzo, you know that there is the lion and then there is some water in between the lion yeah. and the people. Yeah. So they can easily jump, <laughs> go through the water and go to the people, but they don't do that. So yeah. I was thinking how <laughs> I think also I, th- I think they were trained also not to train yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Wow, interesting experience, um, Seneo, and also with all the animals, and obviously the that you miss mm. the the wildlife here in New Zealand. Mm. Um, is the um, is there something else besides the animals and the wildlife, and also the food you said? Mm. Mm. Um, is there something like I don't know? Hum- people are the same, or there are some differences? Um, I know that. Kiwis are very funny, like funny. Yeah. They're always <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, which is something I like. Yeah, yeah. It it really spreads good energies and vibes. And well, back home we are. Um, I think Africa is a continent that is known for respect. We yeah. are good at respecting people and other cultures, and. Yeah, well, here people are just always laughing and throwing jokes, and mm-hmm. I just like that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite nice that when you go yeah. somewhere and you just can be yourself, right? Yeah. From yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And how was for you to to make friends here? Like, did you connect immediately, or did you talk more with people from Africa, or you? Yeah, you I make different connections. Yeah, I try to make sure that I keep my. African roots and try and connect with the African community and also um, learn from other people and make friends with other cultures and that's mm-hmm. why I met you and you <laughs> invited me here. Yes, yeah, it's so nice yeah. here. That it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, you yeah. just go ahead and and talk to whoever. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think it's time again for another song, so I will see if I can make it. God in his culture, right? So I will uh, play now from Anika Moa. Let's see, does it play? Oh, nice. Enjoy. It seems I've forgotten Just how you would handle this The streets are all vacant And the love songs are
Hello, hello again. Here it's Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. I'm here in the studio, Alina from Romania. I'm making myself at home uh, with our special guest today, Seneo from Botswana. And um, we talked at the beginning a little bit about uh, Seneo and her career. And we are very, very, very curious about uh, what is Miss Earth and, yeah, what is all about and how does it take place? Uh, Miss Earth is a pageant that is about advocating for the environment, be it biodiversity or um, the natural environment. 
And what they do is that when they pick an ambassador, which is the winner, they use that person to start advocating for those specific topics, the flora and fauna. Mm. And yeah, I am looking forward to seeing the Miss Earth New Zealand 2022. Yeah. So when, because you said you were uh, participating or you were winning the Miss Earth, right, mm-hmm. in Botswana, uh, what do you have to do in order to to be part of the of the contest? And you have to have some criteria. What are the criteria to to be a Miss? Okay, um, I think pageantry also like they look at your first of all your character, how you carry yourself. And then they look at your height and your body weight and your structure and beauty and mm. yeah. Then we get to the intelligence and what projects you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that cuts across like every pageant. Yeah. Yeah. Not just Miss Earth, like also Miss World, Miss Universe, and the big titles. Mm. So, yeah. so you had to make some uh, speeches and stuff. I saw. Yeah, speeches, yeah. projects, and. Ah, nice. Yeah. And what what was your project? I'm very curious. What is what did you present or? Mine was working with children. I partnered with two companies in Botswana. Um, one which deals with constructing um, malls. Yeah. And then the other one was a farm that grows moringa trees so we located um an orphanage in Botswana that has 90 children and we then um started a garden with the kids and we made like a small little farm for them where they can like plant vegetables like um tomatoes green peppers onions and learn how to be um self-reliant Oh, um, nice. So, yeah. And you were like part of the project, right? So you yeah. it was your idea or you yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. And um, the, f- the uh, orphanage already existed or you you founded the orphanage? Yeah, it already existed. Already existed, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And how long did you do that for? Um, well, I did it first in 2019. And that time I had just one best project. I didn't win Miss Earth like the first time I tried it. I won best project and the following year in 2020, um, that's when I won Miss Earth Botswana. So, because I continued my project. My project. uh, Wow, so interesting. And because I know there are a lot of children obviously in in Africa who need help and how, how is it for them when somebody comes to them or they are this kind of projects. What do you think they they took out of it? Um, I think it was more of the mental um, health. Um, you know, cho- some children grow up not having, especially because they are orphans, they grow up feeling like they are not cared for, nobody wants to be around them. And when you come in and actually prove to them by doing something, um, it actually changes how they perceive themselves and how they can also be inspired to do something like getting involved in gardening and making sure that they keep themselves busy. 
So it's very important for their mental health and yes. their self-esteem. Wow. And how old were the kids that you were working with? Um, they range from eight years old to 15. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's quite, uh, yeah. And I know there are a lot of projects in Africa for kids and yeah. obviously it's a, it's a big challenge there, right? Yeah. And um, if there are people, for example, from New Zealand who can do something for these kids, there yeah. are any projects or any like, um, you know, can I go there and make an exchange or something? There are programs like that? Yeah, definitely they are. There are so many organizations that work with uh, less yeah. privileged or orphans and different, even with animals. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know my uh, sister-in-law, the, the, the sister of my husband, um, she was going to Africa as a, um, she's a doctor, mm -hmm. you know, so she wanted to, to go in Africa to see how it's there. And mm -hmm. she was telling us, you know, how it is and the conditions are very challenging. And mm -hmm. she was sleeping on the floor, obviously, mm -hmm. in, a, in a tent. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of uh, rats. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she said that it becomes like part of your life, you know, it's because they are there. and. So I really, really appreciate, you know, like people mm -hmm. who are going there and do this kind of projects. Mm -hmm. I think it's a big step forward, you know, for the kids. True, it is. Like yeah. I said, they grow up feeling like they're not wanted. So mm. when you come in and actually do something for them, it just changes the whole world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. you actually see it in their faces. Yeah. Yeah. Are there kids like, did you see the progress? Like, do they, they can go to other countries to work or... What is their future? Do they have a good future or they are still staying in, in Africa? Um, I think there are some organizations that do like placements for them outside, depending on the careers they've chosen. Um, I know some that have actually had like sports um, opportunities. Yeah. Some that are really good in like sports. They've been to the U.S. and played against some other um, children yeah. on that side that really played. like like football or what kind of like yeah I know there's one that played I think tennis in the US that I worked with at the yeah. orphanage and yeah it, I think it's it's all about like how different organizations have different ideas for creating opportunities for um, these children yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's so good it's yeah. so good that People take care of them, and they obviously uh, are there, you know, yeah. in order to to make their life better. And I, I think mm. it's so nice from you that you mm. you did that, you know. Mm. And it's like when you are here in New Zealand, are you still working uh, for these organizations or keep in touch? Yes, I've I've kept in in touch with um, one of the other organizations I worked with mm -hmm. that I took the kids to see the elephant sanctuary. Um, I'll be going to Botswana in, I think, two or three weeks. Nice. So I have a project with them on tree planting and... Wow, yeah. beautiful. You have so many plans, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, because I know you are, um, obviously you were living in uh, New Plymouth for a while and now you are going in Auckland for some other opportunities. How is for you the market here in order to, to find a job if 
there is somebody coming from another country like you with the same mm. uh, same background mm. uh, what would you advise them where should they go to uh, work like a model or mm. you know this kind of opportunities yeah um, I would say that Auckland and Wellington would yeah. be the go-to places if you want to pursue modeling and acting and pageantry um, pageantry actually more in Auckland because that's where the Miss Earth, Miss New Zealand, Miss Universe New Zealand is and I think networking is also a very important um, contributing factor that can get you like more jobs in those industries Yeah, and signing up with an agency as well like a modeling agency or a talent agency mm-hmm, mm-hmm is also something they can look into but yeah the right attitude and networking definitely you'll make it and do you have like a like an agency to to recommend like a point of starting if somebody wants to to go in auckland let's say yeah um they can do young talent that's the one jump talent right yeah 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 yeah. that's the one wow nice yeah Yeah, i wish i would have been in auckland maybe (laughs) take take my kids there (laughs) for me it's quite late (laughs) (laughs) bring them i'll take them (laughs) yes yes yeah yeah yeah. especially my daughter she likes to be on the on the stage yeah and i think for girls it's something very you know they love inside them you know like they they like to show off and (laughs) show (laughs) their talents and stuff (laughs) and um where do you have this kind of uh talent or you were like this from the young age like you liked modeling and stuff or it was coming like in the um, in your teenager how it was Yeah, when I was young, I loved modeling. I actually joined pageantry when I was like um, 12 years old. And I was competing against like my seniors. Mm. And I still won the title. So really? Yeah. Wow. So I, I kind of felt that, you know what, this is me and this is what I love. And I really want to take it to Mm -hmm. another level. And in Botswana, there are no, like, agencies that you can get to give you, like, international placement uh, as compared to New Zealand um, because the New Zealand film industry is also growing. I mean, films like The Lord of the Rings is... Really? Yeah, right. The Tooth Fairies films, yeah, there's so many films that are filmed here, so... I think it's a great opportunity for people who mm-hmm. want to pursue that career to, yeah, definitely. To go for it, right? Yeah. And uh, is there like um, a character or something that you like to play? Like if if I would come with you to you and say, okay, uh, Seneo, I will make now a movie, what would be your favorite character to play? I think I love laughing, so definitely <laughs> something <laughs> that has to do with laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Something like Trevor Noah, like he's a comedian and mm-hmm. I yeah, that's what I love. I love laughing and being around people. Being around yeah, 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 yeah. This is a, such a good thing. And yeah. I, I, I saw here for example in New Plymouth there is there this kind of um uh, comedy clubs. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you if you've been there but there are so many people who have this kind of <laughs> talent in New Zealand. I mean I didn't see it so much in, in Europe but 
in New Zealand there are so many and also so many theater in New Plymouth mm, like mm. so many acts and uh, theater and dancing and you know like yeah. this Matilda you know I don't know if you've been yeah okay. you've been to Matilda no I've only heard of it yeah it's like like kids from schools you know like who are taken and they are just doing the the role so good yeah I mean my kids were amazed yeah and, and i was amazed for it's such a small city you know true it's good for children too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. oh so good yeah we have i think we we have already five more minutes to go time mm. was passing so fast with you Sanel. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even feel like yeah it. yeah yeah it does it doesn't yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, we always have this last question for our guests. Yeah. Um, if there is somebody new in town or new in New Zealand, mm. what would you recommend to them in order that they feel like home? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would say that the first thing they should do is try to connect with people that are from their country yeah and find out how those people got to settle in a different country and from there they can start connecting with different um, people and try and find their way in New Zealand but the most important thing is try to keep your culture and background close to you because Mm -hmm. it is what makes you yeah it's it's something yeah. inside you and it's yeah. and sometimes when we move to another country we just want to become other people you know like mm. to become the way the mm. the society wants but we can't lose ourselves yeah. you know so it's True. so important yeah wow this is a good advice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i really yeah. like the way you just you know fit it in so fast in new plymouth because mm. i i remember how you were coming to the migrant a meetup, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah where I, yeah. I think I met you there, or somebody told me about you. So yeah. immediately, I, I wanted to connect with you. So I think you did, you did great, and yeah. I'm really, really proud of you. How how your career is going in Auckland, and I'm always, uh, I'm always happy to see you like very nice makeup, you know, on on uh, on Facebook. <laughs> I see your posts and mm-hmm. how positive you are. So. I think you will be a very good, uh, and you are a very good model for for the for the young women here in New Zealand, and especially women from from Africa. Thank you yeah. so much. I oh. can only do better. Yeah. You can, you can, but you're doing great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Sanel, for for coming. And also thank you, Anne, for helping me, being on my, my left side. and I'm looking forward for our next meeting and before we leave um, Seno what is your next uh, destination so when you will go back to Auckland today or I will be leaving tomorrow in the evening tomorrow in the evening okay so have a nice uh, and safe trip back to Auckland and hope you're coming back in in New Plymouth and make some uh, uh, miss contest maybe who knows miss africa we didn't have miss africa here yeah yeah yeah, you should do something for the community here yeah definitely yeah thank you so much have a nice day everyone and see you next week same time same place i have to uh,
you so, so much for listening. If you want to be part of our show, please contact us on our Facebook page, Making Yourself at Home. We would love to hear your story. You can find our show as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Access Radio Taranaki website. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.